righty. It is 422 uh, Eastern Time, 222 in uh, the Mountain Time Zone uh, where I am located and uh, really excited to, to be diving in and uh, talking some baseball uh, with our next guest. Uh, he uh, worked for the Blue Jays uh, for 15 seasons uh, and now is involved in What's Your Call Sports. Uh, Eric uh, Grossman is joining us. Eric, I hope I pronounced your your name uh, last name properly. We haven't actually formally uh, met or <laughs> chatted. Is it Grossman or Grossman? It's Gr- uh, Grossman. Grossman, excellent. Well, welcome yeah. uh, to the program. Uh, first of all, um, this is uh, the the one of the most exciting times in sports. We have all these sports starting, and we have baseball rushing to the end. Does it feel different this year? You've been involved in baseball for so long, and still, does it feel different with a lot more playoff spots up for grabs, or does it make it more exciting for you? I mean, for me personally, I think. Well, first off, thank you for having me on. I really appreciate it. Um, yeah, for me, I I'm fine with like I like it's it is exciting. It's more it's more exciting. Look, I've like like I can refer to it. Like you know, having been you know I worked for the Jays for 15 years. There were there was a time back you know I started in 02 to 2017. There were many many years where we're competing against when I was with the Jays. We were competing against the Red Sox and Yankees every year, right? And we just didn't have a chance. They were, they were just too loaded. They were just too good. But yet we were still a good team too. So there was no space. There was no room for us, right? And you and you know this by mid July. You know that you basically have no shot. So then it's not as much fun because you kind of like the end of the story is already kind of written. So in this case, if we were if that applied today, it would be so much. It would it, it gives you a little extra oomph, you know, to get going, to get you know, to go to work and to and to do all those kind of things. So I love it. I think it's great for the it's great for the fans. You gotta you gotta do it for the fans, right? That's really yeah. what it's all about. It is. I mean, and and even still, more teams in the playoffs. And you, I was watching a Royals game the other day, and I don't even know if there was anybody there. I mean, so many teams, like you yeah. said, are so out of it. So this is so much better uh, for the fans and, you know, for the fantasy uh, players as well. You know, we're a fantasy show, and it's it's great when more teams are involved because, you know, more guys are in the action. That, that means something. And uh, I, I just think it's, you know, baseball is, is one of those sports that sometimes is loath to change. And for years and years and years, the same thing was happening. Remember when it was like two teams getting in? It was so bizarre. Yeah. So this is just progressive. And, you know, I, I love the throwbacks and things like that, but if sports don't evolve, they die. And and baseball has to evolve, get more teams, get more fans, more interested uh, for the whole season. That's what it's all about. Like, it is about evolving. It's okay to change. It's okay. It's You know, it's... If it's for the better, it's for, if it's for the better fan experience, then you got to do it. That, that's that's my approach anyway. I, I'm with you on that one. Uh, so I want to. We're going to talk a little bit about you know baseball now uh, compared to baseball pre analytics, and you know analytics is one of those things that has taken over every single sport. Um, overall, uh, do you think analytics has improved baseball? There is a lot of people that would disagree with that and say it's turned baseball into a home run competition. What yeah. are your thoughts on analytics and do they get a bad rap and how have they changed the game in your opinion? Yeah. So that's a loaded one. That's a great one. So <laughs> the, yeah, I mean, the way I look at it is two different ways. So there's the, from the team standpoint. Okay, so the team has to do whatever they can to win the game. That's, re- that's what it's all about. 
and analytics definitely helps with them to prepare and to like to to win just that's it right from a from a fan perspective i don't like i don't like it because i mean and i'm i'm new age like i like new things I like new you know tech and all and all those kind of things and analytics I, i'm i'm fine with that stuff but i don't want it it feels like sometimes i'm watching an algorithm on the field as we're <laughs> you know as i'm watching so for example like if you're watching netflix and you watch a show or you watch a or you watch a movie, it'll tell you, oh, since you like that one, I'm sure you'll like these next five or something, right? That's what it feels like I'm watching. So everyone is where there's, every defender is where they're supposed to be. So the days of like, I loved watching, me personally, I loved watching Tony Fernandez play shortstop for the Jays mm -hmm. and Roberto Alomar play second base for the Jays. I, I just enjoyed it because they would go in the hole. You remember the Fernandez plays? They would go, he would go like behind 30, do that flip. I never knew how he was able to get it over there in time, but he always did it. These days, the third baseman's just making a clean play because he's already, the third baseman's already standing there, and the shortstop's behind second base, and you have another guy in right field. So, like, you're taking away again. If you go back to the fan aspect, it's not great for the fan because it's just again, it feels like you're just watching algorithm. I'm just watching. I'm watching the analytics play out. I'd rather watch. Tony Fernandez was a great shortstop for a reason. The players on the field are there for a reason. So let's see what they got. If they're already ahead of the game. It's not cheating, but if it's ahead of the game, well, <laughs> there's not much to watch, really. It's just kind of like play and go, play and go, play and go, mm -hmm. right? So I miss that part of it. But from a team perspective, it makes total sense. Got to do what you got to do to win. Yeah, I, get, like, I look at the shift, and, and, and my reasoning, I, like I, I host a baseball show, and I like to end it every show saying ban the shift because I want it. I hate it. Yeah. Uh, I hate seeing Manny yeah. Machado play right field. It just is weird. Yeah. But yeah. to me, the shift is baseball's version of the trap in hockey. It's just, it's, you know, the trap. Remember yeah. the New Jersey Devils won Stanley Great Cups point. and lots of teams clogged up the neutral zone so you couldn't do anything. And, and baseball is just clogging it up. I love the range. Alomar, Fernandez, Ozzie Smith, the, the great players. We don't get to see the range as much. Like I'm watching this Blue Jays game right now. The ball was hit exactly at Chapman. Like, and he was, he yeah. was right there. And it's exactly you're, you're, because exactly, they know exactly. That, that's it. So I think just the shift in general is going to be so huge. It's going to help a lot of players, obviously, because there's going to be holes again. Do you think we're going to substantially see averages and um, things like that rise uh, next year? Oh, that's, that's another great question, Dean. Like, I do. If 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 the shift is gone, then you got there's more areas now. There's more areas. And like, if I had a dollar for every time someone said, well, why don't they just hit it where they're not? Like, why, is it, why don't they just, you know, if I had a dollar every time, it, first of all, I mean, you know, right? It's like, A, it's not that easy, and B, but that's what they want. The reason why they're giving it to you is because they want you to do it. It's like a mouse trap, right? You set yep. the trap, mouse will take the, you know, no, I'm not going there. It's, that's what you wanted to do, right? So um, that's why people are, that's why the guys are still going for the fences. But, like, that's a great example about the trap. Like, I never thought of it that way either. Again, what's the incentive? Right? What's the incentive for the team? Well, we're going to play a trap because that's the way our team is built and it's going to really be really boring, but we're going to probably win a lot of hockey games. Incentive for the fan is to be entertained. So, again, it, it, it always comes back for me, it always comes back to that. But yeah, I, I would imagine averages would go up if there's more, there's more areas to hit them in, right? Yeah, and the, the yeah. bigger base is inter interesting to me. Like, I don't think immediately we're going to see a whole lot more steals, but I think maybe in the second half of the season we might because managers are going to realize that 
you know, I just have a better chance of, of getting there, that extra whatever half yeah. inch, whatever it might be. So I think my, it might be cautious for a while. And what it might do is just create more attempts, which should create more steals, which should create more exciting baseball. More I don't know if it's going to happen right away, but that's obviously the logic behind it. And I hope we see a, an uptick, at least in the second half, when, when teams have had a chance to study it a bit. But that's just it. Like, it's isn't it, though? Like, the stolen bases... That aspect of it, that's fun. Like if, again, I'm always going to think about it from a fan. If I'm going to take three hours or three and a half hours of my day to go to, to go to a game and to, and to watch the game to be entertained, that's what I, that's what I want to see. That, that's the fun part. Did you know that there's only, like, I don't want to sound like a, an educational thing here, but like there's only, if a game is an average of, let's say, 315, I think it is, or 310, I think is an average game, there's only 30 minutes, I heard, 30 minutes of real live action, like actual things happening in fair I don't even know if it's counting foul balls so like I believe wow. it's just in action 30 minutes of the thir- of the 3 hours is actual baseball moves <laughs> right so wow. that right there is yeah you know people don't you don't really think about it like that but you want to be entertained and and it, you got to do it from a from the fan perspective it has to be like that's really you know you look around like you said in Kansas City nobody's there maybe cuz the team's not good maybe maybe not I don't know but you know attendance is down there's no question about it so how are we going to fix that i think that's really what they're trying to do here right yeah how are we going to get uh, more people sure. to actually come in and watch the game like in person yeah and one of those things is is making the game shorter and that's why pitch counts are, are going to help because people like people's attention spans the, the, the you know kids don't have three hours a lot of times so i think the pitch counts are good do you ever see like uh, you know you can watch a game every single night and pick out strikes and balls that missed and all this stuff. Do you ever see Major League Baseball actually going to robotic umpires? I don't ever see it actually happening, and I'm torn. On one hand, I love, I, I complain about bad calls, but I like the human element. So I don't really know, as much as I want to get it right and I like instant replay, I do like the human element of the game. Where do you sit on that? oh for sure like i i love the human element human element of the game like everybody makes mistakes the players make mistakes the managers make mistakes like it's just that's just what happens right but you know this thing like this the robotic umpire kind of thing like it's weird because every umpire has their own version of what a strike is like you would think it's so like automatic it's like it's so uniform but really it's not if you if you had 10 different umpires or five, you know, five different umpires call the same game. I guarantee you, I guarantee you, you'll see a mixed result of all the pitches, like of most of the pitches. That's the thing. Like when I, I remember when I was with the Jays, the scouting department, they had to factor in who was umpiring behind the plate right. that day. It's like, you know what I mean? Like, and, and here's the thing about robotic umpires, the other part. So it's a camera that's in the, there's three cameras that'd be set up in the back and they'll tell the umpire if it's a strike or not. Right. right. So the umpire is still behind there. So they get something in their ear. It's like an ear bud, like an ear pod. They'll be like ball strike, right? So what? What the only good thing it's going to do, I think, is like you know, you know the plays where there's either a stolen base or there's a cross up between the pitcher and the and the catcher, where the catcher has to stand up for something. The umpire has no chance of getting that right. Like they can't see it. They're really right. just guessing at that point, right? So you're going to take the guessing out, and again, you're taking out that objectiveness. It's like. Well, you you know, this guy thinks it's a strike. That guy doesn't think it's a strike. Well, now it's going to be the same for every single guy. And you know what's the other thing, Dean, is like we all know about umpires. Like, so if, if during the game a player, like a, let's say a batter or a pitcher, um, kind of like 
you know, does something where it bothers the umpire, like they kind of show them up or do it. They'll hold it. They hold these grudges. That's gone. The grudges is gone. And you know what else is gone? When it's a 10-2 game in the ninth inning or eighth inning and everybody wants to go home, right? Those, the umpire can't decide what, you know, if he's going to call a guy out. And a lot of times nobody would even complain because it's like, yeah, it's already been three hours. We all gone through seven pitchers already. Yeah, let's get a move on. I agree with you. That's gone because it's all going to be fair. But maybe for a pitcher standpoint, maybe if more calls are, are going to be right, maybe there's less pitches thrown. Yeah, yeah, maybe yeah, maybe in it, starters can go longer. I don't know. I'm guessing, really, because I don't know how it's going to go. But I think we'll find out. Yeah, it's uh, it, it it'll be it's really interesting, and you're right. There'll always be an umpire there, and and they're just getting told what it is, and and that's something yeah. you know. What we talk a lot about fantasy and and impacts that are out of your control. You know, umpires making calls certainly out of our control, but something else that that you focus on a little bit too is managerial changes. And you know, you look at a certain player uh, on one team, and a new manager comes in. Maybe they're not as aggressive, and their stolen bases go down, or different things. Managerial changes. Uh, and and I don't know why we don't we we, uh, we got to figure out a way to have a manager fantasy position as well or something that that takes into account some of those decisions. But that has such an impact on the fantasy forecast for the next year, whether it's mid season like we saw with the Jays or or off season. And yeah, you know, I think there's probably a few candidates for managerial changes just uh, when it comes to health. Tony Larusa um, in in Cleveland. Uh, there, there's obviously talk about potential change with with health as well. So. That's an impact that fantasy managers need to be watching out for, especially in baseball. Oh, for sure. I mean, you, you know, the manager, like an umpire, the umpire has a lot of influence on the game. They can, you know, they could decide, like, it's, it's, in, their, it's in their hands, right? Same with the manager. It's, they, the manager decides the line. Well, that's debatable sometimes now. <laughs> but, like, a manager is supposed to decide the lineup. A manager is supposed to decide how long a starter is going to go. The manager is supposed to decide you know, um, what relievers to bring in. Um, yeah. So from a fantasy standpoint, from a managerial, a managerial fantasy, um, aspect of it. Oh, there's so many intangibles that go into it. And it's, it is such a hard job. I I hope people understand that. I hope people know how hard it is. And a lot of the stuff's off the field. You don't see it. The best managers sometimes, I know this doesn't really work or maybe it does work for fantasy. It's a lot of the things that happen off the field, off the field mm-hmm. that makes them makes or breaks a manager. How they clear up those issues, like those. There's always problems every day, every day. Yeah, it's you know you're you're you know you're juggling talent, and you know this is professional sports. You're you're also jugg- juggling egos, and especially in a sport where guys are put in great lineup positions sometimes. The you know the heart of the order, and not so great lineup positions sometimes as well, and. Figuring that out is a science, and that can have a huge impact on your fantasy player, too, where they get stuck in the lineup. You know, George Springer was a, a leadoff guy in Houston, and, you know, different guys move around. So that's also interesting because baseball, you know, just like hockey, you get put on a first or a second line. You get put in the third top of, top half of the order, you obviously get more opportunities. That's just it. There you go. It's all about, yeah, right? So, like, if you're... It, it's so true. If you're batting first, then you might get a different selection of pitches throughout the game. If you're batting third or fourth or fifth, a lot of it depends on where you are. So who's in front of you? And if there's a better hitter in front of you, a pitcher might exhaust themselves on that person, on that player. And when they get to you, they're like, oh, okay, now we can kind of not relax, but I can start throwing more fastballs and that player will benefit from it. So there's a lot of things at play. And the manager's job is always to make sure that 
it's in the team's best interest, not necessarily the player's best interest. But again, depends on the manager, depends on the team, depends on the player. There's so many intangibles that are in play always. It's a tough yeah. job. It, 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 it really, really is. Um, so you were with the Blue Jays for 15 years, obviously, uh, 15 exciting years. And, you know, now the excitement is back. Um, you know, they're, they're, they're losing today. But uh, this is certainly an exciting team. And, and I look at this team, and so much hype was obviously with those young hitters. I just love this pitching staff, and it's really grinding. Like, what Ross Stripling has done in the last little bit has been incredible. Uh, Gaussman, Alec Manoa has been awesome. I, I don't think this pitching staff is getting enough credit because I think the hitters get so much of the hype. I'll just say this. I don't want to play them. I wouldn't want to play them. I wouldn't want to play the Blue Jays. I really wouldn't if I'm another team because what, you know, go look at the success of the um, previous winners. Like, what do they have that the other teams didn't? Three solid, three solid starters, right? Three solid starters, awesome offense, great closer. Like they got all the makings. They got all the makings. It's all there. I, I actually, to be honest with you, I would pick the, I would pick them. I really would. Over anybody I think they have in the American best shot. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That would be. I mean, if you ask me, I, I, I'd say them. I would. I, I wouldn't want to play them. I, I like them, and I like. And I like Houston yeah. um, from, from what I've seen. But again, you know what? It doesn't matter because like everyone, like Yankees, everyone, you know, Yankees, 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 great. Like they could win too. Like why not, right? They're, sure. they're a great team. They're the Yankees. But I don't want, like when it comes to playoff time and if Aaron Judge doesn't have any home runs or if he's batting 215 or whatever, and everyone's going, oh, you know, Aaron Judge is not showing up. You know, he's not performing well. Well, you know, it's not fair. <laughs> you know, it's not fair. Like, to put like for baseball, you can't put anything on you can't put anything on one player's shoulders for baseball. It's just so hard, yeah. Unless you're like a, a closer or something, because that's they're gunning for you. Like they they're they're told that the opposing team is told, I don't care who beats you. I don't care if any other eight guys. Fine, like shake their hands. We are not going to let Aaron Judge beat you. So what I mean by that is like, Aaron, what's going to make or break Aaron Judge in the playoffs is if he doesn't swing at bad pitches. Because he's going to get a whole bunch of bad pitches. They're going to say, just, just take first, please. Like, yeah. <laughs> just go. Like, so if he starts swinging at bad pitches, it's over for him. If he leaves those pitches, if he leaves them and leaves them for the next – just take a walk and leave it for the next guy, at some point they'll be like, okay, you know what, guys? we got to pitch to him now because there's gashy guys on base. Like, we're going to have to do this at some point. Yeah. And if he's patient, I'm telling you, that was what made Jose Batista so great. It wasn't the home – of course, it was the home runs, but right. it wasn't the home runs with Jose Batista. Jose Batista's success was because he didn't swing at the bad pitches. He was so patient. He's like, at some point, they'll have to pitch to me. I know they will. Yeah. And right? that's what so, led to the home runs. Yeah, and that's what led to – exactly, exactly. Yeah. So, you know, because they're so – the Yankees are so one-player dominant, I like the, the balance for me is – so if this one player struggles, Aguero struggles, well, there's this guy. And if that guy struggles, well, mm -hmm. there's that guy. And if that guy struggles, well, there's two more guys ready to go. So – that's what that's for me. What I see, the Jays have they have what it takes. Yeah, I I don't know why anybody would throw a fastball to Aaron Judge. Like just like that's what I mean. Silly. Yeah, and and they won't. And if he's okay to if he's gonna, it's just to put all that on one player's shoulders. It's that's a lot. Yeah. It, it's going to be fun. It's exciting. Uh, hopefully, the Jays can get back into this. As we were talking, it's so funny. 
Two balls hit directly at Matt Chapman. <laughs> he didn't have to move exactly what you were talking about. So I'm glad that changes are on the way, and, and hopefully these changes can bring some excitement because I love the game, uh, but I know I, 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 it, gets, it gets tiresome having to defend baseball for the length and you know sometimes the, the, the boring games and things because there is so much great stuff about the game if you can just get into it a little bit. And that's going to take change, and change is coming. Absolutely. I, I do agree. And, and like, like you just said, like you got to look at they, they got to look at it from a fan perspective. It has to be for the fans best interest. That's really, that's really what it takes. Like, like you said, like it's slower, like who wants to, who's sitting around these days, but you know, for three and a half hours, they're not going to get any, the people who are already there, like the base, like yourself, like baseball fans yeah. or, or me even like, if you're still going to watch, you're still going to watch. But if you want to collect the new generation, they're all watching faster, more crazy, more, digital sports like if you've heard of um fan controlled entertainment fan controlled football fan controlled football they're coming out yeah. with fan controlled baseball next year i know one of the i know one of the, one of the people who works there and just wait till that happens it's basically anything that you want um and the fans will dictate they, the fans will pick and choose what they want to see and what they what they don't you know so so that's what that's the new world i love what you guys are doing i think this is the next generation. Like this is this is what it's going to be. This is what sports consumption is going to be. And we just want to be entertained, right? Right. That's all it is. So whatever you have to do or don't do, is really what it's about. So everyone kept saying about Matt Chapman, great third baseman, great third baseman. All I kept hearing, great third baseman. Well, he's just standing in the same. Now he still has to make the play. Sure. Like he still can't do it. He still, still can't commit an error. He still has to make the throw. He still has to pick it up clean. Like, and I'm sure there's he's been challenged. But really, how great is he if if he's already in the they already know what they already know where the ball's going to go before they get there. So it's mm-hmm. the same thing like in, back to the Netflix thing. It's like, yeah, I know exactly what you are all about. You love these kind of movies and you love those kind of shows and you're going to watch them again at this exact time. You know all the answers to the test before the test is given to you. Yeah, exactly. That's really yeah, what it comes down to. And I don't want to watch that. I want a little surprise. Yeah, <laughs> a little right. element of surprise, a little bit of like, you know, like third baseman's playing at third, short's at short. Really like it's that simple. That that's all I want to see. I want to see why these guys are in the major leagues to begin with their talent. It doesn't come out so much yeah, exactly. as, as much as it used to. Uh, yep. Quickly, let's talk about what's your call sports. Uh, tell us about uh, baseball fans home plate. Yeah. So what's your call sports is basically we're just, um, we like to share content. We're just sharing baseball content. We want the, like the people who are, you know, following us on YouTube or you know any fans to, to give us their best call or worst call or their, their, judgment on how the umpires are doing it's a lot of times we just we isolate these plays we isolate you know a play at the plate you know like those ones now where it's like did the the, the, uh, catcher is it obstruction did he not give the runner enough like all these new rules that were put in the which i don't think was good for the game now we're letting the fans make the call that's what we want to do that's why it's called what's your call because we want you to make the call we want to isolate those plays and we want to put you into the hot seat i want to put you I want you to be the umpire and call these plays in real time so you can actually see how difficult it is. We'll just throw up a play and you have to give it to us, right? Just throw it back and say, safer out. It's amazing how a fact can actually be argued. <laughs> Isn't it crazy in sports? Yeah. Like, like he is out by the definition of the rule book, you know, rule 6.13. The runner cannot obstruct this with that or that. But yet, but yet you still can get the call wrong on the field and yet you can still argue an actual fact because it's such a gray area. So, we're, we're all about that gray area. We're all about the discussion. And that's what what's your call sports all about. We want to hear your opinion on on how the umpires are doing and if these calls are made right. Because you figure it's a major league umpire. You got to like, 
you got to get it right. Like that's really what it's all about. You're there for a reason. So um, we want to, and we want to show people how hard it is. It's yeah. not easy in real time. It's easy when we have 50 different replays and even then sometimes, right? So here's the play. Here's what the call was, or even before you see it, what's your call, right? And we want to, and that's what we're all about to sharing that kind of content. I love it. So you guys have a YouTube channel. Uh, you're yep. on Instagram, WYC Sports. Same with Twitter yep. and TikTok. So basically people yep. can find you uh, everywhere. Chime in. I, I love it. I love the, the the debate. That's what, you know, like one of the reasons I got into sports talk radio is the debate. It's it's fun. You know, you can, and uh, I always say uh, uh, opinions, everybody can have them and it can't be wrong. Um, but, you know, then, then you get into facts and, well, my opinion is that he missed that call or whatever it is. So that's the beauty of sports. And, you know, hopefully people do it respectfully. And, you know, that's why what, what's even more important is, yeah, debate, but debate respectfully and, and have respect for your fellow fan. Sports, you're 100% right. Sports and debating is like peanut butter and jam, isn't it? Like, it's yeah. like they literally, they literally go together. And as long as you're doing it like nice, like it's, it's a nice, healthy debate, like there's literally nothing wrong with that. Like, like when I came up with like the, you know, the WYC, you know, what you call sports, it was like, I always felt like there's three teams on the, anytime you're watching a game, it doesn't matter what sport, your home team, away team, and then the officials, right? Whether the referees are, and they have such an impact on the game. Sometimes you go, you go and you leave that game. And you're like, wow, like that call blew it. Like we lost because of this or we lost because of that or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And they, they have sometimes just as great a factor as like the players on the field or on the ice or, or whatever. So that's why we created it just because it's an, it's the third team out there that still has to do the job. And, and we're there to, to, to isolate those plays and figure out what is it what's the call what is the call that's mm. that's the whole thing we want to know your opinion we know what the call is by how it was but really what would your call be that's where that's the debate right. comes in we're all about everyone's opinion everyone's opinion is great yeah and and everybody loves being armchair officials so we, we, you know you have an opinion For on sure. a call and and you voice it so wyc sports what's your call sports eric this has been so much fun i hope we can do it again uh, maybe closer to the playoffs or during the playoffs or something like that any, I would love to anytime. Excellent. Thanks so much, Eric. Take care. Oh, you take care as well. Thank you so much for having me on. You betcha. There's uh, Eric uh, Grossman uh, from What's Your Call Sports. Really cool. Check it out. Uh, Twitter.com slash WYC Sports. We all debate calls. We all do it. I was doing it during the World Juniors. I've done it a couple of times during this Blue Jays game. I watch a lot of Dodger games, and Eric is right. Every single umpire has a different strike zone sort of opinion. More than any other sport, I think baseball umpires are are more varied than hockey referees, football umpires, things like that. But that's what makes the human element exciting. I'm not 100% sure I want robot umpires. I don't know. I just don't know if I do. I love the human element, even when it's wrong. You know, even with the the worst, probably the worst call ever on Galarraga's no-hitter, Jim Joyce making the, the, the out call. Even that, I'll take that every once in a while because I like the human element. Just me. So check it out. W-Y-C Sports on uh, Twitter, 
Insta, TikTok, they're all over the place. 